You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. The content of this episode of the Daily Music Business Podcast comes from a video on the YouTube channel of Outer Loop Group. Go to outerloop.group backslash YouTube to subscribe. For Outer Loop Coaching's free seven steps to getting signed PDF, please visit outerloopcoaching.com today. Let's dive in. You touched on a couple things with um, with Cameo earlier that I wanted to circle back on. Uh, for the... Uh, artists who don't have the massive, massive uh, uh, numbers of, uh, uh, of fans, you know, they might be, uh, you know, be well beyond the developing stage, but not yet, uh, you know, superstars. How uh, are they leveraging Cameo really effectively to increase their revenue for themselves? And is it just a matter of identifying price point or is it more than that? Yeah, the, the price point is important because you can scale it. Um, you know, it, it can scale to pace with your popularity. So, or it can just be a regulator of the volume of requests that you want to get. So, there are some emerging artists that come on with they're at the stage of um, probably probably stage even more nascent than any of the artists that were just mentioned, where they. It's just another tool on their tool tool belt where they'll set the price super low, but they'll make sure that, you know, and I mean like $5 um, because that's what a fan would pay to probably for a meet and greet for them right now. And they make sure to go above and beyond and really show the value to their fans. And it's just um, like to Crystal's point with Patreon, which is awesome to hear also. Um, the, yeah, they start, they basically, they bake it into their, their schedule, you know, the fabric of their, of their promotion. So consider it, especially since each one of these has a life of their own once they make it. Um, and it's really special to the fans and then the fans share, download them and share them on their socials and everything else. And that drives demand. Um, they just, they make them really personable. They make them really sweet. Um, the tone of the whole thing is, uh, is very positive. And it's, uh, on, in the case of like, um, Mike and, and, and Spencer and Ice Nine, for example, and, and to Wax's point, like really showing what it is, like just quality. I think Wax's answer to what leads to a super fan is just doing shit that's awesome. <laughs> it's kind of true. Like, and, and it's the same, it's the same with Cameo. So you see, you see Spencer's fans are just such, so devoted and, and he shows the love and it, and it matters so much to them. So yeah, it's, it, it is a cool tool. For, for the emerging talent, they just set their price really low. And, um, and then, I, you know, then I take it upon myself. It's cool when I have those relationships like I do with, um, you know, with Mike and with 11-7 where it's like in 10th Street where 
I have an interest in their success. So I would love to plug them into something cool. You know, we did a, we did a big Valentine's day marketing blitz where at the time there's an, there's an R&B singer named major who no one really knew, but he was awesome to me. His manager was awesome to me. So I put him in this right alongside big A list names. He was the only non household name in this really cool graphic that went out. And then he ended up winning a, uh, a Grammy, I think was at least nominated, but he's since blown up. And it was just cool for me to look back and just say, Oh, cool. Like that's, I want to be doing more stuff like that where I can, I, again, uh, I'm coming from, from that artist side and I know by hook or by crook, you've got to everything, everything helps. So yeah, we're seeing young bands even blast out their albums and their singles on their cameo profiles. And a lot of them, yeah, Patreon, I would, if I were starting right now, I'd have a Patreon account 100% and probably roll a cameo into, into those Patreon offerings. At different oh, cool. And, and I love that story that you tell about uh, uh, what major you said his name was. Yeah. It's that, that idea of launching above the line of credibility where the first time people see you, they're already associating you with other artists that they already know and love and trust, etc. So that, that's a, it's a really cool concept. I like that. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. Yeah! Down! The Wrath of the Buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.